0: Welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about Love 101, Season 2, Episode 3, which was also a banger. The season is so good so far. I'm really into it. And I am drinking coffee, but I decided to try coconut milk because I was like, I'll be environmental and not use cows. And it's just not very good. I think I got to go back to 2%. I, I don't think
1: coconut milk is good for coffee though like yeah have you tried like, like almond, almond milk there. yeah
0: I tried almond milk once and I was horrified <laughs> in coffee because it's so like weak it's like water basically
1: definitely don't try um oat milk that was horrifying I tried okay
0: for coffee
2: <laughs> and it was terrible oat oh, milk was terrible yeah I did not oh. like it at all god all the all the people who like plant milks love uh love oat milk it's Isn't there really like hemp heavy milk
0: also? I haven't milk? tried that. Hemp?
2: I have heard of that. I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't tried any of these. TBH, I'm very bad for the environment. <laughs>
0: There's
2: also cashew milk. That, that must expensive. be
0: expensive though, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably.
0: I don't know. I thought coconut milk would give like a pleasing coconut flavor, which it does, but coconut <laughs> really milk is like milk water. Milk. It's actually milk, pretty I- thick. I don't know but it, wait no isn't is co-
1: isn't coconut milk what they use to make like pina coladas and stuff like that isn't it really sweet
0: i don't know <laughs> so it's not, sugar. it's not coconut water it's not coconut water
1: yeah so then it's definitely what they use for pina coladas and stuff
0: well i love pina coladas so <laughs> i should love this <laughs> Yeah, but I don't somehow. think it's yeah. it's the best
1: coffee. I would do almond. Honestly, I think almond is like the next best thing.
0: Okay, I'll although try it's almond. bad for
1: the environment as well. It so. is very bad for the environment. Oh yeah.
0: well, then fuck it. I'll just use milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. I, mean,
1: I think if if there's any way you can like get like local milk or something, <laughs> there Buy are a, a lot cow. of cows in
0: Texas. <laughs>
2: yeah, have a longhorn.
0: Oh no. You're drinking tea, Sophia?
1: Yes, my favorite.
0: That's so exciting. Earl Grey. Do you put sugar or milk in it? Yeah, both. Nice.
2: Yep. Try coconut milk. No, <laughs> or never. not. <laughs> never ever. What about you, Eski? Yeah. I got nothing. Breakfast was a few hours ago. I had a lot of tea then, but <laughs> not
1: right now. Ezgi, do you usually have, like, Turkish-style breakfast, or do you have, like,
2: American-style breakfast? Tur- or Turkish-style. Turkish if I'm in a Oof. rush in the morning, I'll ha- I'll just have a bowl of cereal, but if not, it's just, like, normal Turkish breakfast. That's so good, fi- I'm jealous. We-, we find, like, there's a bakery, or there's a Turkish grocery store here that does Simit, and uh, oh. there's an Iraq- Iraqi bakery that does really good, like, pita bread, so. Oh, oh my God. Uh, um, I wish you
1: could mail me some.
2: <laughs> it would probably not be very good by the time
1: it <laughs> Yeah, I was going to make simmet I haven't tried it. I need to try it.
0: If I feel like these weren't it, so expensive. It, it would be really hard cuz like bagels yeah. are really hard, right? Yeah. Cuz mm-hmm. do you have to um boil simmet and then bake it? That's what you I do with bagels.
2: Know. I don't think you boil it. No. You you coat the I mean obviously there's a specific dough that you have to make for it. and then once you have it and you give it a ring shape you have to cover it in um pek mas, which is like grape molasses and then you put the sesame seeds on it but you have to bake it i guess at such a temperature that the grape molasses isn't sticky anymore like you've like if bat- really really badly made simit will still like have the stickiness um, of the grape molasses. Mm. whereas like if you're like the street simit in Istanbul or like anywhere in Turkey uh, from bakery and stuff you can't tell necessarily that that ingredient is there because it- everything's so crispy and dried out so I feel like personally it would be I would get the dough wrong and I would it would like be super sticky if I tried to do it I'd probably fuck it all up so I would never <laughs> attempt but there's like a the guy who owns the grocery store just like does them in his oven every Saturday. So you know, wow, it's that's he, awesome. He's just very skilled. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I found a recipe. It looks doable.
2: We yeah, could do I it know, as a,
0: just... a bonus episode. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> back, please. Cooking I with love Turkish baking. TV time. Baking with Turkish TV time. <laughs> that would be fun. I want to try it.
1: Yeah, let's do it, Sammy. Okay. As he can comment. Yeah, she, she
0: can do be be that. Lead.
2: <laughs> I feel like, that doesn't look good. <laughs> he can be the lead. What's you could the could be name uh, of this dude from Paul Harry Potter? Hollywood
0: of our podcast.
2: What's that a reference to? I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, Great neither.
0: British Baking Show? Oh. oh. I've always <laughs>
1: wanted to see it, but they don't show it here.
0: Oh.
2: Well, I need to, I, it came up as a. As a specific bonus round and trivia, a couple of weeks ago, and thank god someone on my team basically had that whole show memorized because I was, the like, best. I, I was like, I barely know what this is.
0: <laughs> I probably my watched same. it like six times each. Oh my god, season. You, you would have
2: been, yeah, you would have been clutch <laughs> on the team too then.
0: <laughs> um, okay, now we're gonna po- talk about this show that we're watching, <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're about every other show. Now.
0: <laughs> um- So now Sophia is going to take us through what happened in this episode, which was so much.
1: I know I'm still a bit sore from my throat, so um, you can make it a short one. That's hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the episode starts with Burju, like like giving herself a pep talk behind a wall um and of course Kemal finds her and like he kind of finds it endearing but she's like super frazzled but per usual and I'm very over this couple like she fights him for some I don't even remember what's the she's reason she's being that she like him.
0: really unlikable this season I think
1: yeah except for her class but yeah she's like well you know, you're just, you I know why you're a vice principal. You just don't want to teach at all. And like all this stuff. Yeah. Um, When he's like actually endeared with her and like kind of wants to rekindle stuff, it seems.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we go to her class. It turns out that she decided to integrate all the class blocks, which I'm still very confused about the dynamics. Cause I assumed that if they were divided in blocks, then they all had her class at different times. Cause she couldn't be in all the four classrooms at the same time.
0: Right, so which I think is why this. she's having it
1: in the gym. Mm-hmm. But like, how does she get all the students' schedules to fit? I had
0: that. I had that as a WTF
2: too. Because so <laughs> like, none of them—they were all surprised to see everyone together, which would imply that they all separate. They had, had class else. with Bourgeu. Yeah. Yeah. So it just makes no sense. But anyway, <laughs> um, I have so many
1: like those kinds of what the fucks for this episode. I hope I remember them. Oh, I remembered one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so she she decides to collect all the badges because she doesn't want the people to, you know, feel better or worse than each other. Like she's very against this whole like kind of system that Nejdet implemented for the school. And so Nejdet walks into the vice principal's office where Bilur and Kemal are, and he's like, "Bilur, like you're not doing shit, like." do your part, do your reports, do all this stuff. And then he tells her she needs to reprimand Burju um, because of her integration experiment. And so Bilur like turns around to Kemal and is like, well, I'm really busy with these reports. Could you talk to Burju? And he's like, sure. He's like, I don't want to do it, but he's like, I have to, because this is my new role as vice-principal, I guess um so then we have our friend elif who i also very much dislike honestly um and she's just like chilling talking to this girl who's asking her about the piano and how and if she loves the piano and whatever And she's like yeah the piano like i can't stop thinking about it like
0: all of this but she's actually talking about osman Osman, obviously
1: (laughs) Mm. And then Osman runs into her in the hallway and they run, I forget the name of this teacher who's like a whatever character that just appears for plot reasons on this show.
0: Yeah, she she's just the other teacher. I have no idea what her name
1: is. It's uh, Susan. Oh, Susan. Okay. So Osman's like, yeah, um, I want to do my essay with, with Elif. Like, I just need your permission. Like, I'll go to her house tonight at 7pm and we'll... You know discuss the taper, whatever and so Elif is like I mean if this were a cartoon there would be hearts coming out of her eyes obviously <laughs> um and she's like OMG yay like whatever and Suzanne's like are you sure you want to work with Osman? like he's a bad kid or something so Elif is like really excited she's at home preparing everything and her dad's like I thought you went to the school because you had a more flexible schedule like I don't want you doing any group projects um and she's like, dad, it's just like once, what? whatever. I just have to do this project. They told me I had to do it. And she prepares like this little table with the ha- with hazelnuts and everything. And the dad sees the hazelnuts and is like, what is wrong with you? Like you could die if you eat a hazelnut or like get near one, which I think is such a funny kind of like ironic little detail for the show.
0: For her Yeah, to be it's definitely to like air horns. This will come up later. <laughs> 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 I feel like there's no way that this doesn't happen at some point
1: just be like a nice little cute thing between the two characters but yeah you're right it could just be that she will get an aphylactic shock at some point so she gets really depressed because this guy never arrives and she waits for him all night and so Osman's sitting in his chair that says like no students allowed (laughs) but he's sitting there because he's Osman (laughs) and Kerem and uh, Eda and Sinan are like watching and Elif approaches and basically she's telling him like why the hell did you tell me that you were gonna come to my house and then you never showed up and he's like oh that was just for class like whatever and she's like she gets really pissed off like obviously her ego is really hurt and he says he says something along the lines of like I knew you disliked me but you don't have to make it so obvious which it was quite confusing to me because like Why would he think she just? I don't know. Maybe it was just
0: he doesn't know that she has a crush on him. So all no, no, no. Obviously, is that she's been a dick to him, like with the phone thing and the (laughs) ink thing. Okay. Well, because then, like, she's like,
1: "Oh, I thought you were coming to my house," and then he gets annoyed. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) So in the back, Kerem, Eda, and Sinan are just, you know, kind of debating i wonder what's going on i'm sure like they're falling in love whatever <laughs> and then elif comes really angry like i'm out of this scheme like fuck you like see what you can do with your freaking scheme osman is a dick and so like then for some reason Kenem gets to talking with elif about like her piano stuff and like she repeats back to him everything that her dad tells her like that she like so many people are relying on her, like every hour that she doesn't practice, someone else around the world is getting really good at piano and like be, being better than her. And like all these horrible things, honestly, that I think as a 17 year old, it's very hard to handle um, coming from your dad. But basically what Kenem takes away from his conversation is that he needs to support Eda in like her artistic endeavors and desires. So he goes on his motorcycle to do something. And then... Kemal calls Bourju into the office to like be like, You can't have all these kids together. And she's being really defiant. She's like, I don't care. I'm still going to do it. Like, I'm not going to promise you that I'm not going to do it. And she just leaves. And Bilur, uh, being Bilur, I, I don't know why this woman always wanted, wants to complicate stuff. But she's like, <laughs> You know, Kemal played us. Like, he also slept with me, basically, is what she says. And it's like, Okay, Bilur, that thank bitch. you for sharing the drama pot. But obviously, Burju is, like, very taken aback. Um, And then Nejdet fires her, like, two seconds later. It's like, I don't need you to do anything. Just get the fuck out. And so he goes into the teacher's lounge where Refik is giving, like, a whole speech. Like, if you persevere, you will achieve your goals. Like, I've been working so hard in my life as a teacher. And now it's all going to pay off, whatever. And Nejdet is like, hey, like, now there's a vice principal opening. Like, you should take it. And I don't even remember why he accepts to take it because he doesn't really want to take it anyway. And we know that you can't accept anything that Nejat gives you with a smile. (laughs) As we will find out in a few moments. And then Sinan is just, like, chilling in in the PE class. Like, I don't even know what he's doing because he's definitely not doing the activities that everyone else is doing. So Kemal, like, stands there and is, like, trying to have a conversation with him. And he's like, oh... I just wanted to take P because you were the teacher and I guess that kind of hits him hard because he or this is my reading of it like we just words resonate with him that, that he's like not giving class and like not interacting with students and he doesn't really care about students so then Kerem takes Ida um, somewhere on his motorcycle and then we have Sinan and his studying for the test um, under like in a very idyllic setting under the laundry like I don't even know what laundry that is like that is not somebody's laundry <laughs> like some silky pink things i mean whatever so they get off at this place that's called like ruby art or something that's what the subtitle said and i'm uh, and he like tells her like if you want to go to art school you need to do all this prep work and i really think that you need a support system and i'm going to be that person i'm going to trust you i'm going to be like that person that believes in your talent and I'm gonna bring you to class every night and every day. And they like are very in love. And then we flash to Kerem finding out that Sinan's living at the school because he finds a dog outside.
0: Wait, is it is it me or do you have Kerem and Kemal flipped?
1: Oh yeah. Kemal, yes, Kemal I get out I that, flipped yeah. them too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> so it's Kerem in the Or Kemal finds all the stuff and Sinan. Is that like a fever dream? I don't even know. Like he's in the chair and like all these horrible things are happening to him.
2: Or like a dream dream. Well, I think he's actually in the chair in the gym but he's just like thinking back at all his, yeah. Yeah, like all the trauma. and I think he's drunk too probably.
1: Okay, yeah, because he sees his grandpa getting cleaned and like these visions of the parrot on the grandpa's head and the grandpa's still not catatonic. And then we have Edda in her art class, and she's really excited. Like she's really good at it, and the teachers like applauding her work and whatever. And then we see horrible how horrible Sinan's life is. Like he has to shower with this horrible cold water, and he doesn't have food. So Kemal like leaves some food for him, is what I gathered from that. Like to let him know that, like, yeah, I know you're living here, I guess.
2: And so Kemal um- this. Kemal leaves food for him? I missed that.
0: Oh, so I wanted to ask, we can talk about this later. It was either Kamal or the janitor. left. Was the janitor. janitor left tea. tea.
2: Oh. Left a cup of tea, yeah. yeah. And, and something in a cold. napkin, no? I don't
0: no. remember that, but it's no? possible.
1: I only saw the tea. Okay, I thought it was Kamal, but maybe it's just the janitor. Um, so Kemal goes home and he's like, okay, what do I basically, what do I do to get this kid to like have an excuse for him to come stay with me? So he destroys this bookcase that he has. And so like, that's his idea. And then Burju again has a class. Kemal calls Sinan to his office and is like, hey, like I need someone to repair my bookcase. Like, I'm not giving you a handout. This is like actual work and you need to stay with me while you repair the bookcase. And Sinan's like, Eh, but then he like accepts cause he's probably really miserable at the gym. And so he goes to Kemal's house and then Kemal goes out for dinner with his basketball friends in a mehane, which we will talk about in a second. And he, his like basketball friends are talking about their careers and how their coaches now that they can't play anymore. And um, one of the guys, like I want to offer you an assistant coach job. Like you're rotting away at that school and I'd need you to start like basically ASAP. So Kemal is like really torn because now he doesn't know what to do. And I, I'm sure that Burja's words are resonating in his head again, <laughs> like that the like the school job was just like a interim thing. And so in the meantime, Sinan is like trying to repair the bookcase and Kemal arrives and, he, and he's asleep. So he like tucks him in and there's like a sweet scene. And then Kerem and Eda, again, they're at the school, but like they can, conv- they, she convinces him to skip class and go, they go and have like a lot of fun in an arcade, which just seems like innocent fun. Um, and then Sinan and Elif, like Sinan turns, no, Osman turns in his uh, work with, with Elif. He turns in the, the essay and Elif gets really upset because he's like, yeah, we really work together, whatever. So she goes to this piano room and just starts like furiously playing the piano. And all the students from the whole school come and listen to her play the piano. And I don't know if Osman like finally catches on to something. I don't think so, but he's like making this like smug face.
0: I think uh, he's making heart eyes, but we can discuss oh. later.
2: Yeah, I had the same I had the same view, uh Seb because I think I think he was seeing her in like pink and stuff too. Like, <laughs> True. like, like you know film like the, the the background coloring and stuff was all weird and rosy when he saw her <laughs> like, you know.
1: so then Kemal calls Burju in his office to reprimand her again about during the integrated class and she's like being like I don't care what you say like I'm not gonna do what you say and he's like well you're suspended and if you want to make a difference as an like if you want to be an administrator you know you have to have an intact record so um bye that's it <laughs> So Burju, like, she's super shocked. Like, she, she she just, like, goes out of the school and, like, ignores everyone. And he's also super out of it. But then Rafik comes into the office really excited, like, yay, like, I got this promotion, and I'm going to hear, like, other good news. And he's like, okay, whatever. Um, and in the meantime, Nechdet goes to whatever the district secretary or whoever it is that he has an in with, and, like, says that Rafik manipulated the school um, accounts and that he needs to like get fired basically like be like go but he seems to kind of regret it like he's like oh is there nothing he can do not to get fired but then he's like haha whatever get him fired um and so Rafik is fired and Incredible. then Edda-, <laughs> Edda goes into art school again and the teacher's like oh you're late again and you skipped like yeah you're one of those people who are really talented but don't have the discipline so like I, I'm sure you're not gonna do whatever I have like you've lost all like I've lost all my belief in you, whatever. And so Edda obviously is like really upset. That's a horrible thing to tell a teenager. Oh, this I think.
0: lady is horrible, horrible.
1: And so Kenem's like, like it's okay, like don't worry, you'll be fine. Um, and then he's playing basketball in a court.
0: <laughs> and Thanks I don't really know what happens. <laughs> He's I guess he his has decision. a realization.
1: Yeah. And then he goes to Edda's windows like, "I we need to break up, I'm holding you back, like all this stuff. And, she, and she's like, what? No, and like, it's really sad. And they break up and it's really, really sad, honestly. Like, why? He's like the only person that supports her art. And now he's like, yeah, I'm holding you back. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. He dumps her. She's really sad. He's really sad. Is that osman what i don't remember this with osman anyway
0: (laughs) everyone is sad i think everyone is sad about the end of the episode yeah yeah it's a sad (laughs) month. So now we're going to move on into our gossip slash banter slash spilling the non-existent or just, sorry so spilling Sophia's tea section um and where would you guys like to start?
1: Hmm, I think honestly like I don't know what this show is going to do with all the relationships they're all becoming kind of really annoying except probably like Ishik and Sinan.
0: Yeah I mean I think I still root for Kamal and Borju because like that first scene they had together, like um, as he was talking about last episode, they looked incredible together and they have great chemistry. Um, but Borju is being so annoying. Like she was one of my favorite characters last season and now she's just like, ugh, every time she's just picking at Kemal all the time and he doesn't deserve it. It's really annoying. And then also Eda and Kerem are we're so cute together this episode and then Karam's just like makes this random decision <laughs> to yeah, break up with her. It doesn't so make any obscen-
2: sense. Yeah like it's not like uh, Eda was this motivated angel before Karam came into her life like she was equally a mess and a troublemaker and had no direction in her life and now this relationship has kind of put them both on track but just because he let her like play hooky for a day like that's her fault that's not your fault yeah like no if anything you should like be with her and like not let her do stuff like that by like not going along with it like you can change your behavior but like removing yourself from the situation just means she's not going to continue with art class at all
1: (laughs) yeah exactly and like not only that but like he's the only person that thinks that her passion for art is like something valid and something worthwhile like Yeah, it's just bad.
0: And also, like, they're using um, Elif as their like model for all of this, and she's like fucking miserable. So the whole thing makes no sense at all.
2: I think I think he's selective. I think it makes sense that he's only focusing on the like support system aspect of it. That there are people like who recognize Ada's talent, and I mean. Obviously, we know the reality is they are exploiting her talent and, like, making it totally miserable for her. But I think he's, like, taking the good aspect of it, which is that there are people who acknowledge that her talent exists and it requires discipline and cultivation. So he's, you know, in, a, in just that, like, that tiny, to that tiny degree, he's emulating what Adif's family is doing, but, like, in a healthy way. Unfortunately, Edda is not mature. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. But also like, yeah, that makes sense. But I also feel like drawing to and becoming a graphic designer is like very different from the path you need to take to become a concert pianist. For sure.
2: For sure. I think, (laughs) yeah, I think, I mean, obviously they both require um, not only innate talent, but also a lot of like time and practice, but I don't know. Graphic design to me again is more like I, maybe because it's, th- it's such a common job now, it just, it feels more like a job versus like a concert pianist has to be like a virtuoso and like this very rare talent. But I mean, I guess, you know, it, I, I I get where he's coming from. Like she had, at that point, it was a non-traditional career path. So it was definitely more like in the artistic space versus now. I'm just like every fourth person I meet seems to be graphic. Designer, <laughs> so. Just because there's more tools to do it now
0: yeah okay we get billy being her normal self <laughs> the <laughs> turkish titles
2: in one specific moment set, wrote, wrote B- billy again it was very funny So <laughs> it was Lord every other time but like there was one moment i caught that said billy
0: they're keeping <laughs> it in They they want yeah. to keep it in exactly god she's the absolute worst and she's also bad at her job we learned this
2: episode yeah she just got yeah ousted for the rific trap as well
0: so did she get fired or did she just get demoted
2: she got demoted yeah i think she's still where else is she gonna go i mean
0: (laughs) i wish she would get fired
2: i'm sure she's gonna go right back to that desk again now that riffic has been played god i i need someone wasn't wasn't i'm gonna call her billy wasn't billy like doing something with um Majdette's books i feel like he asked her to look at the books like the financial books in the last episode yeah. to do something like i just feel but like she's not a good person so she's not gonna like out him but i wish that um maybe i don't know maybe if she comes back to the, the shared office with cam maybe cam i would see something oh that's um,
0: interesting yeah. that's a good point yeah he was asking her to do like the accounting stuff
2: yeah and that's um, like the only way that's going to get caught because it's going to be the books are going to look funny um because I'm sure like he, that's the evidence he's presented for Jafik but I, I, I don't know he's not he's not a criminal mastermind he's not like a you know in he's not a uh, forensic accountant who can like manipulate it and make it look like Rafik. I feel like his fingerprints are going to be all over it somehow so. <laughs>
0: yeah have- that's really interesting so maybe she like decides to use our friends to like get herself back in the VP position or something like that
2: oh yeah I was just thinking she would come back just because like who else is going to take that job and then like Kim I would like happen upon the books and like figure it out himself I really have mm-hmm. no hope mm-hmm. in Billy figuring anything out or doing anything good but maybe Kim I would like happen upon the information because he's smart
1: but or they'll 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 do like a, I feel like probably like some sort of
2: very um, extreme inspection. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they should have solution. Yeah,
0: clearly because two two like principals slash vice principals have been fired for embezzling money. Embezzling, yeah, yeah this is not so. like a normal thing. They <laughs> should really be checking on that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, My hope is that Borju gets the new VP job and she and Kamal have to share an office and then they get back together. But seems unlikely since she's been suspended at the end of this episode.
1: And her life has changed. Maybe she'll become a rogue now. (laughs) Now that her career has been ruined.
0: Oh my gosh. She ruined her own career. Like that was pretty dumb. Yeah. Like taking a stand is one thing, but like that served absolutely no one what she did
1: maybe the students
2: though
0: for two classes putting them together and getting them a lecture about it like I don't I think, know th-
2: I think three classes I think three again the, the, the scheduling uh question mark is very large for both you <laughs> and Sophia. how what
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I, yeah, I, I agree I, <laughs> I agree I don't
1: operationally understand how
0: this would work. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good point. I feel like scheduling high school is so hard. The, the only thing that
2: could feasibly happen is that, like, all three levels were taught at the same time, but by different teachers. And just somehow, like, put an announcement out that she was subbing for those classes. And that's how, like, they walked in not well they walked in expecting to see Burju, but not expecting to see everybody else that's like Mm -hmm. the only thing i can think of but like that's so many mental gymnastics to get to that point that's just like yeah overall does not make sense and they didn't even like try to explain how how all three (laughs) could wind up in the same room at the same time
0: it was so many people i mean yeah that was a crazy that's like a college like intro to biology lecture amount of people yeah. <laughs> I feel like
2: yeah um I yeah, really like i sorry I was gonna change topics to Kim and how I just love him for finding a way to look out for oh Sinan my god without, that was so uh, cute without, like wounding Sinan's pride or like making him feel like he's getting a handout because, like, if he had just been like, Sinan, I know you're living in the storage uh, area of the school. You're going to come stay with me. Like, instead, he was like, fuck you, dude, I need the shelf fixed. ran. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they took a part of the shelf, which means it's never actually going to get fixed and now it's just going to be there forever.
0: <laughs> I know, that's adorable. I, yeah. I just love that. And that's what made me so mad at Board you this episode because yeah. Kamal is like the best teacher in the school. Yeah. He really cares about the kids. She's doing yeah. fuck all. And yeah. then she's like picking at him for not caring. It's really yeah. douchey. I hate it.
2: Yeah, she's very immature.
0: Yeah, she is, um, and I think, I mean, I I don't I don't think this is gonna happen at all. But I think the ideal path for Kamal is that he like adopts Sinan slash at least like s- lets him stay with him for as long as he needs, and then goes and takes the coaching job. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of this school. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you can be still mentor yeah. Sinan.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's not gonna. My prediction is he's not gonna take the coaching job because well I mean the coaching job is probably still a few a couple months out just because like the guy who has to vacate the position said that it would probably be two to three months before like even if he got if, even if he found out he definitely got the job like he would have to go to Russia right I think that's where he's
0: yeah he's going to Russia yeah. any day now and then he right. has to take over the right
2: British so it team. sounded like he was like be ready to move quickly but it still sounded like there was a like a couple month timeline so but I think the school year just started so it would definitely mean Kemal either way like even if it's like two months he would leave mid-year but I feel like he really wants to scheme against Nejdet still and I feel like that's gonna and plus Burju even though she's being really difficult and doesn't probably deserve him at this point (laughs) I think he's not going to be able to go for all of those reasons and then like his general anxiety about Sinan and the kids
0: yeah 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 I agree okay uh Elif slash Osman plot (laughs) I mean I've never I know Osman was Sophia's favorite I've never particularly liked him or disliked him um but, I feel like this relationship is just gonna be annoying. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah I, I liked him, but I really just so like Elif. And yeah. then he's really he's being really stupid. Like he's not catching any of the signals. Mm-hmm. And it's it's, it's
2: like- weird that he now seems to have a crush on her after seeing her play because, again, there was no indication that he gave a crap about piano. <laughs> Like, he was asking questions in the last episode along the lines of, wow, so you're, like, really good at playing this? Like, it's, like, (laughs) you know, questions that, like, someone with no interest or background in piano would ask. Just, like, very ignorant questions. Um, So then for him to be, like, so moved to see her as not just a jerk, but, like, a love interest, just because she's banging on it really angrily, uh, was a little bit of a jump for me. But... As long as, I mean, it would be better if they like had an actual relationship as opposed to whatever this is right now, because it's very annoying to watch.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. I, I just wanted to point out that I definitely think that the hazelnut thing, like, oh, yeah. they're going to kiss and then she's going to like die or something. Yeah. Yeah. Know? I mean,
2: I, I was surprised she could even handle them. Like she couldn't like, could even able put to. them in a plate. Yeah. Yeah very and why they had them in the house like
0: agreed agreed
2: yikes so yeah she's definitely gonna be hospitalized like like we've said
0: (laughs) i really thought that so like osman hands in their project and then she's pissed and she goes and plays the piano i thought she was getting up to turn him in for cheating
2: yeah because like
0: that's like classic her and i was yeah and that would have
2: like and that would have like totally screwed him over like because he was like we can't make any mistakes now Right. Um, until we get Ushuk back and that would be like that is actually an expel expellable offense i don't know if that's the right word but <laughs> that is like fully punishable by expulsion even in in the states i feel like so
0: <laughs> yeah that would have been bad
2: yeah i liked the uh, video game slash arcade date montage with the uh, edan kid yes playing oh, they were
0: so cute, cute. this episode yeah. <laughs> until the end <laughs> it just makes yeah.
1: everything the worst because like why like he clearly I guess it makes sense because it's a very teenager-y thing to think but like god it makes me so frustrated it's been, and this is feel- not
2: consistent with like him making the decision to sign her up for class because she needs a support system and then him being like just kidding I know I'm your only support system but I, I gotta go yeah <laughs>
0: I know it's not like, oh, he broke up with me. So now I'm going to like be a model student and study a hundred hours a week for this exam. <laughs> like yeah, that's clearly obviously. not what's going to happen.
2: Yeah. She's, she's already just like, I feel like having a, at least a beer every night. So it's probably just going to escalate for to further, um, not studious behavior. Let's say.
0: Yes. Agreed. And, um, I feel like this season they've remembered that it's a nineties show I feel like we're getting a lot more like 90s stuff. Mm -hmm. And I I thought the arcade was really fun, like period, date. Yep. Okay, so episode ends, everyone's alone and sad. And then Kerem rides off with no helmet. And that made me really nervous.
2: Yeah, there can be some tragedy. I didn't notice that,
1: but that makes sense. And then that would make a lot of sense regarding a lot of the future things of the episode
0: yeah and he was like crying really hard I feel like he couldn't see properly (laughs) like there's a lot of bad things going on oh god and also like when he was breaking up with her it was like very like behind bars hinting because it was there was like bars on the window and they were talking through the bars and I was like oh god (laughs) I feel like he's either gonna die or go to prison neither is good (laughs) especially after he was so cute this episode. So now we're gonna move into our history section where we are going to be talking about Mehane culture, which is where um, Kemal was having drinks with his bros, basketball bros, and also a little bit about Raka, the drink that they were drinking, which is connected to it. Where should we start?
2: Uh, Maybe, like, okay, so we can set the scene first with what a mehane is and then uh, go into Raku. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, and I'm not really, I'm just going to kind of freestyle this based on (laughs) my knowledge of mehane. I think we've talked about them before on the podcast in passing, um, because there have been multiple scenes in other shows that either mentioned mehanes or like are actually in mehanes so i'm sure that it's come up before but just as a recap um there it's kind of a cross between a restaurant and a bar like there's definitely table service you're sitting at typically a white table a white tablecloth covered table um long it's it's supposed to be a very social atmosphere so you know it would be although it was like three guys um in this episode of us one or love 101 like, you, you know, there's plenty of uh, really long tables. I can see 10 or more people um, at these establishments. There's generally live music. If not live music playing, there's Turkish classical music, Türk Sanat music playing over the speakers. It's like, a very there's like very, I would say there's like very specific kinds of music that play at Mehanes. um either Turkish classical music, Türk Sanat music or uh, taverna, which is more kind of, Greek-influenced um, music, but you wouldn't hear like pop music blaring over the speakers, for example, um, in that kind of an atmosphere. Röke is the main kind of anchor of the table. Um, although, you know, wine and beer, everything else is vodkas, everything else is available too. Um, but Röke is the mainstay. And then meze, which um, I think is a fairly ubiquitous term at this point, it's so not just a Turkish term for appetizers, but um, so there's a lot of meze that, that gets set out with the rake, also fish. If, you know, if you're going to have like an actual meal, it, it would typically be seafood. Um, although there there might be other uh, kinds of meat incorporated in the meze. And the idea is to just sit at the table with your buddies for a long time, several hours. Raku is not a drink that you shoot. It's It's a long sipping drink. It's very strong and also just like that's just, at least in Turkey, that's not how it's consumed. I don't know how like the Greeks treat ouzo, for example, maybe they shoot that, but (laughs) you definitely don't shoot Ruka. Um, And you're supposed to sip on it while conversing and eating these light appetizers that are set out in front of you. Um, And so, yeah, it's a very kind of chill conversational, social atmosphere, Um, slow pace of the evening. Um, It's, it's, not surprising to see like the guy like um boys night out being that being in that atmosphere because it's very conducive to catching up and chatting while still obviously getting some enjoyment out of alcohol and food so yeah it's really i i would say there's it's still a very prevalent part of uh especially istanbul culture seaside communities as well like i said seafood is typically available at these establishments. So, seaside communities also have uh, a strong presence of meyhanes. Um, in K- in Kadıköy, a neighborhood of Istanbul that I think we've talked about before, they have a whole street that's like basically colloquially known as Mehane, Sulka, Meyhane Street. Um, a part of Izmir also has a street that's entirely just meyhanes. Like the best ones in the city are all next to each other, so. Definitely a must experience if you go to Turkey is to sit in, sit in one of the one of the good ones and enjoy our national alcoholic beverage and I don't know, chill with your friends.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit about rakı, which is the national drink of Turkey, spelled R-A-K-I, pronounced rakı. So you know, I've heard a lot of people pronounce it rocky.
1: Well, it's because it has the the weird I without the dot. Yeah. Which-
0: no, I, I don't know the name of
1: the of, the, of that letter, Hizki, but
2: it's like Ooh. a very particular. Uh. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Raka is made out of grape pomace, which, yeah, I don't know what that is either. Um, and then flavored with anise seed. It is clear in color, but when you drink it, like you saw in the show, you mix it with water and usually one ice cube, and then it turns milky white, um, much like Pastis or Pernod in France. It's similar in flavor to Greek ouzo, uh, a lot of other anise-flavored Colombian, um, what's that stuff called? Aguardiente?
1: Yeah, Aguardiente.
0: But, so, similar to all anise-flavored liquors, but the difference is in how you drink it, how you mix it. It was... We don't know when it was first produced, but fun fact, it was first mentioned by the Ottoman explorer Evliya Celebi during his travels in 1630, which we've talked about his book of travels before when he saw witches playing Quidditch in (laughs) Bulgaria. So I don't know how much we can trust this guy. I guess he was drinking a lot of raka as he wrote. Um, And it was served in mehanes that were run by Greeks and Albanians in the Ottoman Empire um, until the 19th century because obviously drinking um, while Muslims did attend the mehanes it could still be punished if the regime decided to and then in the uh, Tanzimat period it became much more popular to go to mehanes amongst the Muslim population and raka surpassed wine during that period of consumption. In the establishment of the Republic of Turkey, and this is something I didn't know, the state-owned spirits company Tekel was started producing raka uh, under the brand Yeni Raka. And they started in 1944. They distilled the alcohol from molasses and used sugar beet alcohol, so it tasted a little bit different. It was more bitter and um, it became really, really popular. And then Tekel privatized. So it's still Yeni Raka, but now it's a private company. Um, and there's many other brands of Raka, but Yeni Raka is probably the one you'll see most often.
2: And there's uh, I, I'm hearing more and more just on social media of uh, like craft Raka, like more like local distilleries, Um as Sammy mentioned, Yenderuk is by far the easiest to obtain, especially outside of Turkey. I think it's really like the only one imported by Turkish restaurants in the US, for example. I can't remember seeing any other kinds, but within, especially Istanbul, there's a lot of um, local distilleries that are uh, a little bit more expensive, but at least, you know, it's not um, coming out of this kind of what was long a monopoly <laughs> on, on rakı production.
0: And I think that the idea of craft Raka is really interesting because um, there are a lot of different things you can distill it out of and flavor it with traditionally, but because Yeni Raka became so dominant, it kind of was lost. So going back to that, I'm sure there's a lot of interesting flavors to try.
2: We got to gotta find a Raqqa tour of Istanbul yes. if it exists.
0: <laughs> I bet it does exist and I bet the people who are on it are not the people we want to be friends with.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we can do a private tour <laughs>
0: yeah that sounds really fun all right anything else for this section all right try a mehane try raka it's the best goes great with delicious food mm-hmm. go try it So now we're going to move on into our favorite section and final section which is what the fuck sultan of success and fatima's hit list what the fucks there were definitely some more what the fucks in this episode not with the plot but just with like fun stuff so we're continuing the good trend my first one is when elif plays the piano angrily in front of the whole school I was like what the fuck and also everyone was like impressed and like whispering about how talented she is and I feel like that is not the reaction that high schoolers would have
2: no yeah yeah. not only that but they all just leave their class very like chill like they don't say anything expressly not allowed for them to be like wandering and like the lights were supposed to be turned off and stuff during class in the hallways and stuff to discourage people playing hooky and yeah they all just kind of walked out it was a little bit yeah okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> then I have what the fuck art teacher uh she's a bitch and she should not be allowed to interact with children She is horrible <laughs> I don't know what that lecture was supposed to accomplish but it was really bad Oh, <laughs> what the fuck in Caval's house, there was a poster that said, I see short people. Yeah, I, like I know. That. It's,
1: like, it's <laughs> like a children thing, but yeah,
0: I think it's, it's really <laughs> funny. That was really funny. His whole apartment like a, was really funny. It was like a bunch of. I, I
2: assume he had that because he's like
0: a basketball player,
2: and like everyone. should
1: uh, I thought it was because he was a teacher, because like children,
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he would have that. Like it is a, I think it
0: was basketball because he had some other yeah. basketball posters that was also kind of lame, but.
2: Yeah.
0: I guess oh he like, did know how to decorate.
2: <laughs> he's already got dad humor, but no yeah, children. Exactly.
0: Yet. But Sinan <laughs> is going to be his child. Yes. Hopefully um uh, what are you guys's what the fucks
2: um Bourgeois behavior as we've discussed <laughs> self-sabotaging slash sabotaging her relationship that could be so wonderful mm-hmm. with this thoughtful kind man
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then yeah keram's decision we've already discussed it just, uh, like, does, not, does not compute she needs you it her- computes
0: for like they're young and they're dumb and he's like right. in love and trying to do the best for her but it doesn't compute in that it's a stupid decision.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think he's trying to do the only thing he thinks is in his control, which is whether he elects to continue in the relationship. But like, dude, you, you already were smart enough to figure out that you were a key part of her having any kind of motivation to do anything except fuck around. So, like, this is a bad decision for you to remove yourself from the equation. And also just a general yeah. WTF, I would love to have seen the adults a little bit, like the adult versions of yes. the kids in this episode. We didn't see them at all. And I'm really curious. We got about, a
0: cliffhanger yeah. last episode. And no follow-up. And then no follow-up, which yeah, it's <laughs> it scares me a little bit because it's like, do they just have like only five minutes of adult stuff filmed for this whole season? Like that's my yeah. concern. And they're gonna dole it out, you know, like 30 seconds each episode. I hope, I
2: hope not. But I hope but... not too. Also, every actor involved in this got COVID during filming. which makes sense because they're all like constantly kissing
0: Yikes. <laughs>
2: That's really bad. <laughs> My
1: what the fuck is that? What did they do with the St. Bernard
0: when? when yeah, uh, yes. I was wondering that too. That's a good question. I was question. asking that
2: out loud as I watched. So Where's sad. the dog? So sad. <laughs> what happened to him?
0: Yeah, that's a really good one. I don't know. I hope he lives with Kamal now, but I doubt it. Okay, Sultan of Success. I want to put Kamal for noticing Sinan's situation, figuring out a way to get him to stay with him. Yep. Just general all around greatness as a human. Yep. And he got a new job offer by doing nothing so
2: yeah just by hanging out with the boys yeah for getting the Bruce literal Bruce boys, the boys club
0: yeah handing <laughs> out jobs <laughs> is there anybody else
2: no i don't mm. want to give it to nedge dead for I was a moment, plot part two because one not original you've already ousted <laughs> someone that way and two you suck <laughs> he does suck
0: look- um okay thoughts was hit list Art teacher. <laughs> art, art
2: teacher. Art teacher for sure.
0: That was such a severe lecture, for and like in one front absence. of everyone too. Yeah,
2: that was really extreme. Yeah, yeah, maybe her. Nijit's always gonna be there. Yeah, but um,
0: <laughs> yeah. Art teacher destroyed the cutest, most beautiful relationship that we had. So fuck her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Congratulations to our Sultan of success, Kim We hope that you continue to be our number one teacher, number one in our hearts. Watch out to art teacher whose name we don't know, but whose face we hate because <laughs> she's the worst should be fired from her job immediately. And next time we'll be talking about love 101 season two episode four, where hopefully we get an update on who the adult man is that came knocking at the door. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys again next time.